This week's episode of Legends of Gotham is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at audibletrial.com slash Gotham. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Again, that link is audibletrial.com slash Gotham. I'm Lacey White, and this is the Gotham 7 Goat Watch. Tonight, Gotham's wealthiest 1% rests fitfully under a copycat killer's deadly shadow. And if you happen to be one of the city's high society silver spoons, then you're probably headed to the Swiss Alps right now. I want you to keep your job and to have it here for working. Welcome to Legends of Gotham, where we talk about Fox's hit series, Gotham, set in the world of Batman. I'm Bill Meeks. And I'm Anne-Marie D. Simone. How you doing, Anne-Marie? I'm good. Hey, I was just about to say, can you take that down so people can see us? Yeah, hi. Hi. Hi, people who We're are watching costumes. us on, on video. Yeah, we we do have costumes, because it is Halloween week. It's Halloween week, yeah. So we, we thought costumes would be appropriate. I am dressed in my... Uh, Harvey Bullock costume. Harvey Bullock costume from the fan trailer over the summer, or John Constantine, depending, I guess. I'm a generic gypsy, but I like to call her Lydia the Gypsy. You should, uh, for, for the people watching on camera, you should get out from behind the, oh, see, the puppy ball on the mic. you didn't tell me you were going to do this. Okay, yeah, hold on. Back up, stand up a okay. little bit. Just show them the Gypsy. Lots of... The Gypsy costumes and everything. I actually first met you when you were playing a Gypsy in a play. Yes, so that's what I was just trying to say, and then you made me move my mic and get up and get out of frame. Sorry about that. <coughs> but you put... You Pardon! Did, you put such a, gr- a great effort into your costume. I was like, especially because I wanted we to wear pajamas, to and you made me put a costume. <laughs> You're like, go put on a costume. I'm like, fine. But take I, that. This will be a very spooky, spooky. Legends of Gotham. This is the spookiness. I guess we should go ahead and get started talking about the spooky episode <laughs> this, this week. This was spooky. Uh, why don't you go ahead and uh, uh, throw some riddles our way, and uh, then we'll get started talking. Who would conspire to kill these rich kids? The goat has the answer, but he stays off the grid. If Bullock's a cynic, what made him that way? His old partner f- f- failing, then falling away. Sorry. <laughs> um, is Nigma bored? Well, he's downstairs filing. Is Chris Kringle's manner uptight or beguiling? Will Jess fess up about Jim? J- uh oh. I I wondered. I was like, who's Jess? Sorry. (laughs) Will Jim fess up about the penguin who floats? Chaos ensues in Spirit of the Goat. Spirit of the Goat. Spirit of the Goat. The goat talks like this. The goat does talk like this. Okay, uh, Emery, what did you think of the episode overall? I liked it. I liked it a lot. Um, I liked kind of seeing Harvey's origins Mm -hmm. a bit. Um, You know, from when he was a white knight and all. Yeah. Yeah. but still with the same energy – well, I guess energy is not really the right word, but like gruff maybe. Mm-hmm. It was the same Harvey but not the same Harvey. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. What about you? Yeah, oh, yeah. I definitely loved it. I thought I thought it was it was it was a very uh, Halloween appropriate episode. Mm, well, yeah. And it fit like a lot of the uh, the imagery and stuff, especially with what the goat did to his victims. Yeah. Uh, it, it very much reminded me of some of those more like – a gothic sort of supernatural horror movies from the late nineties, like uh, Stigmata and things like that. We with kind of like a kind of kind of like a Catholic feel to the imagery too, which, yes. which I thought was really cool and very moody and very spooky. But it, mm-hmm. it was a lot of fun. But I, like you were saying, uh, the the big focus of the episode and they probably I I would say for the first time uh, the main character of the episode was Harvey Bullock. Mm-hmm. Like th- this was his episode from from beginning to end. I mean, yeah, we got a little bit with Jim and Barbara mm-hmm. in, in their situation which we'll talk about in a bit. I saw uh, you had some notes on. Yes. But but it it was Harvey's episode from beginning to end. Not only do we get the backstory, uh but it, it, every major action in this episode yeah is is led by harvey which i thought was very interesting and a lot of times it felt like jim jim gordon's just like standing in the background trying to get ahead or like like kind of reassert himself over the storyline right he's technically the main character of the show right but But i mean it all ended up having to do with mm -hmm. jim yeah in the in the end it was all gonna 
you know, involve him. Oh yeah, when it came to a head, it was all yes. it was yes, all about him. But you know, even Harvey uh, even in, investigated and solved the crime. Uh, in, in, you know how you've been pointing out every week that uh, that Harvey saves Jim every episode. Yep. Jim saves Harvey this episode. I'll delete that from my points oh. later on. Oh, sorry. I didn't know you had that, that in your points later on. <laughs> that was exactly almost verbatim. <laughs> but it, it was something I noticed it just because you've been talking about it right. so well, much. Well, because it's everything. been so prominent that in every episode, even though he's mad at him and hates him and is angry, blah, 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 he doesn't mm-hmm. really hate him because he saves his life every time. Oh, yeah. And this week it was the opposite. So that was cool. Yeah, and, and like I said, kind of inverse too, because you know Harvey's the one who solved the mystery, and right. it, it, they kind of sw- swap places for the episode, which was cool. Yeah, and I also really love the flashback with Harvey too, eh? and uh, his that. his whole relationship with his old partner Dix. Dix, yes, yes, Dix. So, How do you spell Dix? Um, I'm thinking it's D-I-X. We'll go with that instead yeah. of what I had. Yes. Uh, but no, I, I thought it was interesting because uh, the, the flashback version of Dix was basically he, – he was kind of note for note how, how we see Harvey now, you know? Right. And yeah. uh, it, it, it was I, – I also thought I, I enjoyed the line, especially uh, considering, you know, the irony in a few years that Gotham's golden rule is no heroes. Yes. Uh, did, did you like Dix? Uh, did you have any thoughts on him? I loved him. That I'm actually trying to look up who the actor is real quick. Yeah, because he looked he's like he's so familiar. He looked very familiar. Like I, I like, thought you. he might have been on like Law and Order or something like that. Uh, See, now uh, I'm going to try and find it too. Is that him? No, that's not him. That's not him. Sorry. So la 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 la. Um, doop, 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 scrolling, scrolling, <laughs> scrolling. We're, we're both. Oh, I was right. It is Dix. Dan Hedaya. Dan Hedaya. What were you in that I know? Mulholland Drive, Adams Family, Commando, Usual Suspects. Yeah, I know. Mindy seen... Project, regular. It must have been the Mindy Normals. Project. No, no I, I don't watch the, the Mindy, Mindy Project. Father <clears throat> Daniel. ER, that's probably how I know him. Yes, mm-hmm. dear, probably also how I know him. Strangers with Candy. Oh, yes, dear. I've oh, Strangers. He with was Candy. only on one episode with Strangers with Candy. Yeah, but I, 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 I can picture him. I think he played the dad. Judging Amy, the TV series. Yeah, but he was really good. He was really. He was good. really good. I, I enjoyed him. And, and us. Original Law and Order. Uh-huh. There we go. There it is. Yeah, but I first wives club. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> getting off of that website now. This actor has been in so many things, so many things, and we just including never... Gotham, including Gotham. So let's talk about Gotham. Yes. No, I. But uh, one, one of the things uh, with that whole event, I, I I thought it was interesting to kind of show the moment where Harvey became that lackadaisical cynic that Jim accuses him of being in the first episode. Right. You know, but it kind of uh, got me thinking a little bit because. You know, they, they want to go back and show this flashback unless it was going to give us context for something that happened later, right? And not just, you know, the mystery of this episode. Right. Uh, so I was thinking it, it's probably foreshadowing that, uh, you know, his partner uh, – Getting hurt because he jumped in trying to be the mm-hmm. hero is is going to be foreshadowing for an event coming up, either um, that we're going to see that Harvey isn't that lackadaisical, cynical right. person, and he he's playing a, a game just as much as Jim is, and Jim's game with the whole penguin right. fake killing screwed up Harvey's game. Yeah, uh, that's w- one direction they could go. In the other direction, I thought they could go is they could, you know, they could do a nice you know, two or three or four episode arc with Jim where he kind of, he becomes that kind of lackadaisical cynic because something happens to Harvey mm. or something happens with his relationship to Harvey. Yeah, that's definitely happening. I, I, yeah, I mean, there's definitely going to be some tension there in the next episode, if nothing else. Yeah. For sure. But overall, very much just loved uh, the focus on Harvey this episode. Much needed, much yeah. appreciate it. It was, yeah. I mean, he's such a good actor, too. It's really nice to see the mm-hmm. him get to shine a yeah, little and, and he, not just be smarmy, talking mm-hmm. to Moody and da-da-da-da-da. And he had so many good one-liners this episode, too, like, holy ghost on a bicycle. Um, <laughs> I wrote a bunch of them down, but maybe, maybe if we yell out some points yeah. at the end, I'll, I'll get to those. Okay. But you wanted to talk a little bit about the villain uh, I'd the like villain to talk about the, the goat. The, the goat. goat. The villain who encompasses many, many a body. Um, I where does Do- she doesn't say it? Um, where does Doctor Marks get the goat? 
is it a cl- I mean, mm-hmm. I guess it was kind of implied that it was like a old 18th century murdering villain thing, right? Was that sort of implied? They, there was definitely there was definitely a larger cons- conspiracy above Dr. Marks implied cuz I mean, she seemed kind of young too. She didn't doesn't seem like she would necessarily be there 10 years ago. That was actually Milky. my big thing. I was like but he says, you know, she's been practicing for 12 years. Mm-hmm. So she had just... So oh, basically, so it was just the line? Yeah. Yeah, there was a line saying it. <laughs> um, I, I missed that one. You missed that one. It's okay. Um, but no, it but just I, seems I, weird that she picked the goat. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. There's so many different mythological ways yeah. that she could have gone with it. And mm-hmm. she went for a goat with the crazy mask with horns. Well, I, I'm kind of curious about that, too. Just because I'm assuming that... And we mentioned it a couple episodes ago. The Court of Owls, which uh, you, yeah. can, you can Google that if you're not familiar with it from the Batman comics. I'm assuming is operational in Gotham. And this whole goat thing with, you know, the, the animal totem mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, the carrying generation to generation and all that kind of stuff. One, obviously, that Batman... Uh, that calls to mind Batman a lot. Right. But it also calls to mind Court of Owls. So I, I'm wondering why they decide to use the goat. Now, I, Dr. Mark's uh, evil psychologist uh, yes. trying to uh, – Evil psychologist to the rich and <clears throat> poor. Uh. But uh, affects society and everything. There's a couple characters in Batman who uh, this kind of calls to. One's uh, Dr. Hugo Strange. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's basically this is the kind of thing he does. Okay. Uh, you know, kind of uh, hypnotizing people, manipulating them, causing them to commit crimes, help him commit crimes, stuff like that. And then the other one is uh, Dr. Harleen Quinzel, also known as Harley Quinn. Right. Who's kind of the reverse of what we saw in this episode where her patient manipulated her into becoming a criminal. Right. Versus the psychologist manipulating the patient. Interesting. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, I thought it was interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, d- definitely. Uh, it, very, very effective as far far as like intimidation and stuff like that oh, was completely a, super creepy super creepy and it was just um another thing was why did she <clears throat> wait 10 years to pick a new goat mm-hmm. and why did she sort of pick two goats well, the it, second time around it kind of leads me to wonder like maybe what was going on in gotham city 10 years 10 ago, years ago. Right. uh because you know she she mentioned i mean this is a big that ideological thing yeah it's you know eat the rich uh you know yeah. and, and, and stuff like that so i'm wondering if maybe there was some sort of watershed moment moment like the killing of the waynes uh, right well i couldn't hear what they said on the tv in the very beginning it said something about the waynes Mm-hmm. Before goat number one takes that victim. Oh, like in the flashback? Yeah. In the oh, flashback, the TV said something about the Waynes, but I didn't catch mm. exactly what it was. Interesting. So, yeah, if, if anyone caught that, I uh, definitely share with the group. Yeah, feel right in legendsofgotham at gmail.com. That'd be nice. That'd be nice. Or hop in the chat. <laughs> Let us know what's going on. Um, but it seemed like, you know, did. Did she just like hope the town would forget about the goat thing mm-hmm. and the rich and all that? Why does the goat only attack female firstborns? Is that an overpowering thing? Something like that? Because mm-hmm. Alfred seemed really worried about Master Wayne <laughs> when Master Wayne's like, yeah, not going anywhere. Well, I mean, you. the only victims we saw were, were women. Were women. Uh, but I, I mean, I, I don't think that necessarily excludes. I, I potential male victims or whatever like although i mean i mean with kind of like the imagery and yeah. the iconography and ki- kind of like the methodology that the goat's working with yeah it's, it probably needs to be a woman because right. it's it's weird and creepy <laughs> it's all weird and creepy yeah uh do you think it had anything to do with bullock the the goat thing like mm-hmm. the, the, the goat thing coming back conspir- or the, the coming back, coming back. because you know, Bullock's the one who dealt with it last time, mm-hmm. and she even says that she completely underestimated him, and he was much smarter than she thought. Yeah. So, you know, he, he's been in the news and everything with being involved with all the craziness that's mm-hmm. been going on. Maybe she wanted to take that opportunity to mess with him. Oh, yeah. I, I could definitely see that. And it, it could also be something where, you know, maybe Bullock and his association with Jim has been – Casting him in a bad light in the eyes of like Falcone, mm-hmm. Fish Mooney, stuff like that. So maybe, maybe, maybe if if they're behind this somehow, mm-hmm. uh, may, maybe that's how why uh, you know it's right. kind of just to mess with his head. Or maybe there might be an opposite number to them who's behind this, and they wanted to get Bullock involved because they know he's 
connected enough to help bring the others down. I, there's a couple different ways. There's different ways. Um, one last thing, sort of going with the goat and Dr. Marks and all that good stuff. So we saw um, Mr. Hastings basically the trigger of, you know, the golden temple is open. Now kill mm-hmm. this man. Um, <clears throat> but what do you think Milky and Earl's triggers were? Because we see Earl in the police station. It was just mm-hmm. like a noise set him off. Yeah, well, I think because uh, when, when we see I, – I forget what the older gentleman's name was. Uh, but when we see him doing the hand-clenching thing – Mr. Hastings? It, it's like – and she says it's for, for stress, for extreme stress. And I'm guessing after they tore uh, the goat guy down – No, it wasn't extreme stress. Sorry, not to just be like, yeah. no. Mm-hmm. Um, it was when they're fighting an urge. <clears throat> yeah. Which isn't necessarily stress because that mm-hmm. was him fighting turning into the goat. Was yeah. the way I interpreted it. What well, I def- definitely like, I, I think that that the whole clenchy thing and stress is stage one. Mm. But but then as it goes on, as they tear down the person to build them back up into the goat, that's when it uh it, it gets like you were saying. But uh, when we see that guy doing the clenchy thing, it's because he's stressed out, and that's where they started with in stage one or at least that's how i interpreted it okay like it actually i didn't catch it until my second time through the episode what exactly was going on there and how bullock realized uh oh really yeah who who it was and everything in that scene like because i i think i might have looked away from the tv for a second well that's where you went wrong the thing is i've the past couple weeks i've been watching around the same time that the west coast goes live so i've been kind of watching the live the tweets. tweets a little bit too nice which happens it does happen okay i uh, know uh there was a very interesting character that showed up in this episode that i i'm pretty excited about mm-hmm. and that's uh kristen kringle love it uh for one just the name is, yeah. is amazing and uh for, for two i i think she's going to be a very very important character not just yeah. in the in the show but specifically uh with edward nigma absolutely like like she almost uh, for for one, she seems like she's hiding something. Mm-hmm. She definitely seems like she's hiding something, and the the reason she didn't want him down there, she was trying to play it off like she just didn't want to be bothered, mm-hmm. like she was happy down there all by herself. I have a feeling she was hiding something. She didn't want him down there, like nosing around or getting in her right. way. And I I also noticed a couple times she kept trying to turn it back around on on him when he was like trying to be like, no, I was trying to be helpful, and she's like, no, it's it's your fault. And it, it, it just felt like she was hiding something you know? oh she's definitely hiding something and mm. this is this is gonna sound absolutely horrible and the most like one of the anti-feminist things that i could possibly say but it deal with it it's hollywood um she's way too pretty to be that nerdy mm. for that to be her thing yeah sorry most people who actually dress <laughs> like that don't do the fancy makeups and all that mm-hmm. she's too pretty well, it, it, it is TV. It's too, TV. That's fair, what I'm. So. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like I'm like this feels so wrong to say. She's TV nerdy. She's TV nerdy, but yeah. she's even too pretty for TV nerdy. Mm-hmm. Is that fair? Uh, yeah, I, I can see that. Okay, I'm gonna get that. hate mail. I don't I want not. hate mail. Nobody I'm, sent hate, hate mail. Please don't send me hate mail. I'm nerdy and I'm. Well, no, I'm not pretty. But anyway, <laughs> no, but I, I definitely think I. As soon as I heard the name, I was like, this person's going to be very important, and I. You know, a few weeks here, uh, I'm sure there's going to be some Christmas-themed episode. Oh, there absolutely And will. a Kristen Kringle would it would be a real good way to go with that. Now, I, I, I had a few ideas about how they might go with this. Uh, obviously, it's probably going to lean towards being a love interest. Yeah. <laughs> For sure, especially with even that quote I had up at the beginning of the top right. of the episode from that scene. And uh, it, it, definitely a love interest. I would assume either uh, Edward will be spurned by her. Or manipulated by her with the promise of like a relationship. He's already or been spurned. He has, but I mean, like seriously, yeah. seriously spurned. I also kind of get the feeling that he's he's doing something behind the scenes, and he's like putting question marks on his coffee mugs to like leave that hints for hilarious. the cops, and and they're not picking up on them. I, I have a feeling. I have a feeling like we're going to be able to stretch stitch all the Ed, or yeah all the Edward Nigma scenes together. Like nice. once the big reveal happens and see that he was leaving clues all along, which would make sense definitely. Um, yeah, because it's he. I mean, he mm-hmm. had such a bigger presence in this episode yeah and 
everybody was just like, shut up and just tell me what I need to know. Just shut up. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or where – hold on, wait. Where was, hold on. Hold on. I, I don't want to mess up. My God, the riddles. <laughs> I loved that. Yeah. But I, I definitely think uh, Kristen is either – she's either going to lead him down the path of da- damnation or push him down the path mm-hmm. of damnation. And I also think, uh, you know, considering the holiday theme name, mm-hmm. uh, there's a Batman villain. Uh, for, for, I believe the first – his first appearance was in uh, a very famous Batman book called The Long Halloween uh, by the name of Calendar Man. Mm. And uh, he he's – themed you know with holidays like right. every month has a major but, holiday and so he commits a crime on every major, major holiday. holiday and uh, so you know christian kringle might be involved with the C- christmas one right and, and that's just a that's a wild out there kind of thing mm-hmm. I, I think it's more likely that her storyline is going to be completely tied in with edwards from oh. here on out yeah but basically I, I really enjoyed it though and i can't wait to see where that goes um Going over to the chat real quick, Bobby did some great research for us. Oh, thank you, That Gotham's name is derived from the Old English gat, meaning goat, and ham, meaning home. So Gotham literally means homestead where goats are kept. So that's how she picked the goat. Nice. I like that. So that's fantastic. He goes on with a lot more and some links. If you're interested, go to the chat for this thing. Oh, yeah. He did did put a lot of stuff. Oh, there's a ton in there because (laughs) – our mm-hmm. listeners do our research for us. Thank you, listeners. <laughs> Thank you, listeners. We love you. Here, I'll go ahead. Uh, you want to go ahead and you want to talk a little bit about Barbara and Jim. Barbara you, you do and that. Jim. I'll go ahead and add that to the to the doc to the show notes at legendsofgotham.com. Nice. Okay, so Barbara and Jim, I really enjoyed the fact that they were a talking and b <laughs> um, actually like forgiving each other mm-hmm. a bit, kind of working towards it. You know, negotiating terms. Um, because, well, we knew they were going to end up actually together, but Mm -hmm. just because of history, but I love them together. I love their interaction. You hate it. Don't you? Well, like I'm, I'm a little bit, it's weird because if, if if Barbara's being completely upfront, then she's, she's putting them both in danger with a lot of her decisions, Uh which is frustrating. Uh And if she's not, then that's awesome, and she's going to be a great character down the line once that finally comes out, whatever it is she's doing, hi- hiding, yeah, hiding, hiding. Like, but it, 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 if she's being sincere, it just, I, I don't know, I'm just not very impressed with it. And it seems like she's making a lot of dangerous decisions for no good reason. Like, well, especially when, when Jim, not only Jim, but Montoya are both telling her, you, you need to trust that, you know, we, we know how what we're doing with the situation. Mm, we're trying to keep you alive. Yeah, exactly. Basically, and she ignores them. Yeah, but I mean, you can kind of see where she's coming from. She's trying to help them and save them and mm-hmm. do all that sort of stuff. She's trying to be the doting girlfriend. Oh, yeah. And um, I mean, yeah, you definitely can't, you can't blame her for it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's frustrating. Well, yeah, I mean, it's frustrating. It would be very frustrating to be in that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But at least they're talking and he was, you know, like, oh, I'm going to tell you everything I can. But if, why did she go to Montoya after he's like, I'm going to tell you everything. That's mm-hmm. where we went wrong. <laughs> um, but you know, she cares enough about her to warn her about the arrest and the tell her more about the murder. We've got a witness mm-hmm. and all that and get out of Gotham. And she's like, no, I'm going to stand with him. And she's <laughs> like, why? But why? why? So there's that. I don't know. I enjoy them. Yeah, I, I do too. I, I just, uh, I, I don't know. I have a feeling either she's going to turn out to be working with or for somebody mm-hmm. somewhere along the way or involved in something she shouldn't be. Or she's going to end up being like a piece of leverage against Jim that gets well, that's, pushed yeah. over the cliff or something, you know. Yeah. And especially considering we, there, there's a bit of that history in the comics. Okay, uh, let's see here. Uh, before we go on and talk a little bit more about the episode, I guess we should go ahead and look at this Joker. Hey, look at this Joker. Look at this Joker. There wasn't really a Joker. But there is a, a segment. segment. So we got to look at this Joker. Joker. Look at this Joker. Yeah. yeah. Okay, like we said, there really wasn't much of a Joker <laughs> candidate this, this we got week. We got nothing. But in, in, even though I think this week's episode kind of disproves it, uh, there was 
was a big theory circular around circulating around everywhere this week. So we went ahead and put it down here under miscellaneous theories. That's a horrible picture of him. I know, but it was one I could find him smiling. Uh, the wild card suspect is Oswald Cobblepot for the Joker. <laughs> yes. Uh, and a Redditor came up with an interesting theory uh, ma- that made it appear like Oswald was the Joker. Uh, with o- So, you know, Oswald's been offed or fake killed. So people think Oswald Cobblepot is dead. So they were saying that since he was dead anyway, that this guy, this thin guy with the pointy nose who actually with Joker makeup on would look quite like the comic book Joker, mm-hmm. uh, is actually the Joker and that some more rotund character will come along down the line and assume the identity nice. of the penguin. Interesting. Uh, so uh, while the since, you know, Oswald comes in there at the end and has the big surprise in this episode, I definitely think... Uh, that was it, wrong. Yeah, but-, it, but it's an interesting theory and if they went this direction i probably would have been okay with it mm-hmm. probably yeah probably i could see that but uh join us next also <laughs> i i want to point out that you know every week we we have this page open all the time mm-hmm. at legendsofgotham.com just click up at the top and look at this joker and uh, you can add comments in there too if you see any clues or anything we're going to keep that going forever and ever and ever and ever and ever, and ever. years after and gotham's ever. actually canceled okay, okay. Uh, oh something else Oh, yeah. Go ahead. I so we also, you know how we have a couple, you know, friends on the show basically mm-hmm. at this point. So we've already heard from TJ. Um, you may recall that we had a voicemail on one of our first episodes from Vicky, who mm-hmm. plays Montoya. Well, um, between, you know, you, me and her PR people, um, <laughs> we're going to be able to submit some questions for her to answer for us. Yes. So um, anybody got a question for Vicky? Yeah, uh, it, yeah. If you if you have any questions for uh, the actress who plays Renee Montoya, basically, uh, just email them to us at legendsofgotham at gmail dot com. Mm-hmm. Uh, tweet them to us at uh, legends, legends of, of Gotham. Gotham. You were going to say GF. <laughs> yeah, I was. Or uh, post them on our Facebook at facebook dot com slash legends of Gotham. Now quiet, it's a quiet, quiet Facebook page. Yeah, yeah. We would like some more. Uh, I would love some more something page. over there. But it's it, right now. It's Wednesday, uh, October twenty ninth at about. 9 p.m. Uh, we'll give it uh, probably till tomorrow night, uh, the 30th at 9 p.m. Yeah, 24 uh, hours. Ready? Go. Yeah, may- maybe an hour or two in there, but go ahead and send them over, and we're going to try and send them all over on Friday so we can have them to play on the episode next week. <gasps> I just so. went to our Facebook page. <laughs> it's really pathetic. <laughs> yeah. Come on. It's, come on, guys. Come talk with us on Facebook. It'll I know. Everybody's scared of the Facebooks and all, but... Oh, and uh, one other thing before we get back into the main discussion. We have been doing, uh, all this month, oh, we've yeah. been doing a review contest where you go, you leave a review for us <sighs> over on iTunes or on Stitcher Radio. Uh, we read it on the show, and uh, you're entered to win this Gotham uh, poster your from San Diego Comic Con. Move your hand. Uh, yeah, I'm showing people on the camera here, but it has uh, you know Oswald, uh, Gordon, Bruce Wayne. It has all the characters in a big grid, and it's uh, appropriate for hanging on your wall or taping around your arm so you can be like Gotham and shake I want to see somebody do that. Actually, I, I do, do that. definitely. Can do that? <laughs> you can definitely because uh, if you rip that one, we have another one upstairs. So. Yeah, but then we don't have one. But uh, let's see here. Uh, we we did get a couple Gotham! more Gotham. Gotham. I'm a gypsy with Gotham wrapped around <laughs> my little hand. Excellent. Excellent. Okay, but we did get a couple this week. Uh, the first one is from Jason Cage, and Jason says, "Love the podcast. Keep hope for every episode." I uh, which hope was our well, thank hope, you, Jason. Hope Molinex was our our guest host last week, and yeah, we loved her too. Right. She fun. she says thank you. She was unable to join us mm-hmm. um, this evening, even in the chat. But you know, thank you. Um, we got another one from. Mm-hmm. Okay, go ahead. You try and pronounce that. B. Selric. B. Selric. And since we probably butchered that, I apologize. He <laughs> says, uh, or she, I'm not sure. Um, I love your show. Love you guys' enthusiasm. Love Gotham! Exclamation marks all around. Uh, keep up the great work. Why, thank uh, you. Thank you, guys. And uh, we're going to be uh, accepting reviews for that contest uh, through the end of October. And so next week... So, so for two more days. Yeah, pretty much. So You have two days. Get on it. <laughs> and uh, then next week what we're going to do is uh, we'll each pick our favorite review mm-hmm. and then we'll flip a coin mm-hmm. and uh, see who wins. And then we'll get your address and get it sent out to you and everything. True story. Okay. So uh, we'll go ahead and get back uh, talking Spirit of the Goat. Uh, and now uh, you were talking a little bit about uh, Montoya and uh, her dealing with Barbara yes. earlier. But I, I, step I, have, I have – no. I But I have some problems with the MCU's investigation here. Or I, I do think, too. I, I think, think everyone does. 
I think they are going to have some problems with their own investigation right. as we move on. Uh, it really seems like they're, they're setting themselves up for fa- failure, even if the penguin was actually dead, mm-hmm. which he's not. Uh, first of all, uh, <laughs> they're, they're, what's that? Wynn just posted on the Facebook. Hate Facebook. Love your podcast. Smiley face. <laughs> Thank you, Wynn. Thank you, Wynn. Uh, but uh, the, the first kind of weak thing is the witness that they talked to at the beginning of this episode, which I loved. I love that. Yeah. I, another great lo- character actor. Little bit character. Uh, but what you call it, he seems kind of shaky, like less than trustworthy. And for that to be the last piece of evidence you need to get the warrant, mm-hmm. like that's probably going to come back and bite you somewhere along the way. He might even be a trusted informant, but it seems like that would... He didn't look trusted because they said, you mm-hmm. know, we're not here to shake you down. Yeah, and you got to think, you know, this is no ordinary case. This is you accusing a, a policeman mm-hmm. in, in the most police-friendly, corrupt, or corrupt-friendly city right. ever. That's true. Like, you're accusing a policeman of a crime, and, you know, all the cops are going to... I mean, it they already do. started at the beginning of this, or at the end of this episode. All the cops started crowding around Jim. Don't touch Jim. Right. It, it's because he's don't the good guy. Don't touch one of our, our own, you know? The last good guy. And uh, not to mention that they don't. they didn't even have a body. Yeah. I, all they had was the penguin's mother's word that he hadn't been seen for a while. Which is horrible. Like, come on. Yeah. You were just digging. And, and to top it all off, like, the, the <laughs> biggest problem is that uh, Renee Montoya has a provable personal vendetta against Jim Gordon because he's dating her ex-girlfriend. Yeah, like, she has nothing. She doesn't have a leg to stand on. So yeah. maybe if you have a question for mm-hmm. Vicky regarding this entire situation, please. Yes. Uh, Legends of Gotham at gmail.com. That's what i do <laughs> but i uh, yeah and it just uh it's it seems like they're going to no matter how this shakes out uh, montoya and allen are going to be persona non grata mm-hmm. in the in the department and i'm sure captain essen's probably gonna either gonna try and fire them or put them on desk duty for a while because of this because i mean she she's as corrupt as anyone else right and uh so, also i don't understand necessarily why the mcu is doing internal affairs kind of stuff you know right again this Mm -hmm. is because she's having issues with the whole thing it's all the personal vendetta it's all the personal vendetta Mm -hmm. it's all of that and i mean even her partner's not Mm -hmm. on her side yeah he's like seriously they're gonna take you're not gonna be able Mm -hmm. to do this after i do like how he called her monty though monty i hated how he called her monty i liked it i liked it (sighs) It's probably it's probably from Gotham Central, probably. Oh. I would assume. Oh, raise your hands if you haven't seen Gotham Central or read. I, well, I, I, I don't. You know what? I've read. Li- I read like fifteen issues of it back in the day. I need to reread it though, I for got sure. <laughs> I don't have time anymore. <laughs> okay. Speaking of uh, Speaking thing, things, of... I don't have time for. I don't have time to watch that bath scene uh, with oh. Oswald and his mom. So you one just more jumped time. over my point. Oh, I did completely. I uh, jump over. I your was point. like, well, let's do your point now that you've started it. No, you, so, no, 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 no. We can, we I don't have backtrack. time for that bath scene again either. Okay, so let's not it was talk. Disgusting. <laughs> let's go to your point, <laughs> and then we'll come back to my point. Okay, sorry about um, that. I love, 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 love. Lots of hearts and happy butterflies. Uh, Bullock taking care of dicks. Mm-hmm. Oh, they with the arranging Adorable. for the magazines. He's paying for his housing. His He's porn. sending magazines. Those are dirty magazines. Is he getting them? Yes. <laughs> the visits. You can tell he doesn't just come. Mm-hmm. You know, every six months or so, he does come fairly regularly. Yeah. to visit him. Um, and you could totally see Jim doing that for Bullock. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, like for the sure. entire thing. Um, Although, did it seem to you like uh, Jim was kind of making fun of Dix a little yes. bit when it, with the whole, like, you're talking about Harvey Bullock thing? Like, it seemed yes, like I'm he talking, was doing no, like... Yeah, but his, he made it right back. He was like, yes, I'm talking about Harvey Bullock. Yeah, it seemed Bullock. like he was talking, doing his mouth like Dix was. <laughs> like, almost, it was funny. It was probably an actor thing. Yeah. The two of them were like... Because mm-hmm. then they, he did it back to him. Yeah. But, you know, he says it like three different times. You know, he's trying to be the White Knight. I'm sorry, Harvey Bullock is being the White Knight? <laughs> what? So, what? What? But there's that. Mm-hmm. Now, and since we already discussed the fact that Jim saved Bullock in this episode instead of Bullock saving Jim, mm-hmm. um, let's go back to Oswald and his strange mommy issues. Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay. Because, ill. There's something going on over there, uh, over at the at the Cobble Pop place. Uh, yeah. Like, so many, like, not just, like, the creepy bathtub 
scene, but just like so many things in the dialogue and just their interaction mm-hmm. that just screamed red flags of like a lifetime of abuse yes. uh, for Oswald Cobblepot here. Yes. I uh, one thing, well, obviously the bath. Uh, then why is the bathtub in the middle of the room? Also, it's not even. It's like in the middle of the living room. Well, I think that's like an old fashionedy thing. Like they were more centrally located back in the day. Like it's not back in the day. They have cell but phones. But it is New York City, or well, it is Gotham City, which would be <laughs> as old as New York City. You know, so I don't know about that one. There, anyway. There's a lot of old infrastructure. Uh, but there's a lot of old lace in her apartment. <laughs> but uh, then his mom says, uh, "You can trust no one but your mother," and that's like a very classic conditioning thing mm. in situations of you know, particularly family ab- abuse. abuse. Uh, to kind of, you know, keep the secret and you can't trust anyone but me, you know, don't tell anybody. Right. Well, I mean, and he's even like, mm-hmm. I can trust this policeman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that was just like, was it like was, you were like a six year old. Yeah. It very, very much uh, not infiltrated him, but, uh, you know, you can, can made him a child. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it, very interesting. And it, you could also tell, like, there, there's two points I've seen where kind of the, the mask of Oswald Cobblepot has slipped away. And that's anytime he's killed somebody. And uh, you, yeah, I, I mean, you can kind of see like they, there's there's no subterfuge or trickery yeah. in his eyes. And then when he's dealing with his mom, like the mask is off, and he's yeah, he's just who he is, and he's completely open and honest about his plans and everything. Right. And I think that's really interesting to see. And I I, I was very glad to hear in uh, and we, we'll mention this in a few minutes in an interview with uh, uh, Robin Lord Taylor mm-hmm. uh, that uh, she'll be here this whole season is his mom so she, she, she'll keep coming back she's not the creepiness isn't going anyway <laughs> oh yeah it's gonna be super creepy i really liked this has nothing to do with anything that's in the dock mm-hmm. the whole and she ignores him mom <laughs> oh you come back <laughs> like i loved the fact that mm-hmm. he knocks like a normal person and she ignores it he bangs like a crazy person and yells mom and she answers yeah i don't know i enjoyed that oh definitely definitely oh yeah you didn't get you missed one point here i told you i missed one point there that's totally fine so we'll skip to the way i also, I, I also liked uh demon's purse <laughs> I wrote that somewhere. Yeah, yeah, what was the exact line? I think I wrote <laughs> it down. Sure too. I literally just wrote demon's mm-hmm. purse. The goal, oh, by the way, the Golden Temple is open line. Also, kind of put me in mind, and people will know this if they know uh, Batman comics. Maxi Zeus for some reason. So just keep that in mind. Uh, oh, anyway, I'm like not even near. My yeah, mind. I can't find demon purse. Oh, Raymond Earl there. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Go back. Wayne, Wayne Holy Manor. ghost on a bicycle. Holy ghost on a uh, bicycle, yeah, ladies there, and gentlemen. We, we did get our requisite uh, two scenes in Wayne Manor this week, as we usually do. Ah, oh, oh, there it is. And I, I thought, uh, you know, it, it seems like we, we get two types of scenes in Wayne Manor, and one of them is always Bruce getting a piece of the Batman puzzle. And I, th- I think uh, this week... Uh, we we kind of saw him get the idea of an animal as a totem, although he he was like the goat's not an appropriate right uh, totem. I for, I forget he used the technical name for or like the family or filer or whatever of goat. Uh, but you know he's obviously already thinking about things, and you know if he sees a picture of the spirit of the goat, uh, he's obviously I I'm gonna guess take some inspiration from that cow <laughs> that the goat was wearing because that was a completely Batman cow. Oh well, yeah, it even, even had, had the, the pointy, pointy ears. ears. Yeah, it, in fact, like in that big theater scene, which that theater was beautiful uh you know that they were fighting in mm-hmm. but oh, I, my, I know i was like oh, pretty mm-hmm. theater i was kind of thinking oh here's here's kind of a preview of what it might look like if we ever do get batman on this show you, you oh. know it, it kind of felt like that to me like you know where he like the goat would just randomly oh he's up there now you know mm-hmm. stuff like that which I thought was interesting. And I, I came up with an equation. Uh, this I liked is, your this, equation. This is the equation in Bruce Wayne's head right now. I'm sure it'll get added to. Uh-huh. But right now it's Balloon Man plus Goat minus Killing People equals Batman. And we'll keep updating that equation as, as we <laughs> go on. Yeah. Nice. But right now that's that's the Batman equation. And uh, what do you think that uh, so when Selena snuck in, which was a cool scene – she stole something off the desk, like a metal box. Did you have any insight? I have or no ideas? idea. Um, that was one of my things. Is what is she stealing? How did she know it was there? Because it mm-hmm. was, she obviously knew exactly where it was and what it is. Yeah. I mean, I know. Well, she, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. Manor is okay. I have visuals. Manor is over here. Uh huh. The wall to the manor is over here. Yeah. Like she can't. I mean, she's not like hanging. There's no way mm-hmm. she's like hanging out on the house because. 
like the manor feels like it's way outside the city. It's like it's the Hamptons mm-hmm. versus well, in the city. Well, we know she does have an interest in the boy. The boy, right. We know uh, that. Too, so it could have been she was just coming over to stalk him. No. And uh, it was a crime of opportunity. And she just happened to see like what looked like a very valuable metal box out on the desk that she could sell for food or whatever. But she barely looked at it. Mm-hmm. She walked directly over to the desk and grabbed it and left. Personally, I'd have probably gone to the mantle, which probably <laughs> has some more expensive. And she only grabbed or the entrance to the bat cave. No, right, exactly. Like there's, she grabbed one thing. Mm-hmm. If you're going in to rob the boy, at least grab a couple. Yeah, and it was like eight for a week. I felt like we had seen that box in an episode somewhere before or something, but I could, I just couldn't probably place just the it. being on the desk. Yeah, probably. But uh, it, it, it should be interesting. I saw some people suggesting it might be maybe Bruce collected some of his mom's pearls that fell the night she was killed and put them mm-hmm. in that box. But I think they were just thinking more of the first scene from Dark Knight Rises when Catwoman breaks into Wayne Manor and steals the pearls. Oh, <laughs> so, oh you know, the exact mm-hmm. same scene with a different person, but not. Yeah, but, you know, definitely just something to keep in mind going forward. Will we see that metal box again? Who knows? Uh, will we? We'll see that next that box in like two weeks. Probably. Basically. It'll be their Thanksgiving feast. Yeah. Okay. So the final scene. Eh. No, I thought it was awesome. Harvey, you son of a bitch. <laughs> no, you loved it. Like the the one problem I had with it is it felt like the last five shots were like I don't know, like shot at different times or edited together weird or something. It just seemed like they came a little too quick, like boom, boom, boom. No, see, but, I liked that. I th- thought it helped intensify the entire situation. Yeah, in, in, like it's something I'm more like that sort of editing is something I'm more used to seeing in a trailer or something like that versus in the actual episode. So, but in this show, they've been playing with that. Yeah, they've been playing with definitely. a lot of different scenes have the different effects, like the strange runny thing with Jim and like the first episode that mm-hmm. made me want to not watch for a moment. <laughs> um, and then the one where. Jim and Oswald in the um, alley, which actually was another, was TJ's other episode, mm-hmm. um, had really weird cinematography. Like they just keep playing with those different aspects, but only one or two scenes in each episode. Yeah. Which I feel is almost leading up to like a bigger episode of a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like the mid-season and the season finale are going to be insane. Yeah. I, I, I definitely – like I expected this – Cobblepot reveal to be like the mid-season finale or something too. Yeah, it, it like it, feel like it came out of nowhere. It, it, it completely shocked me that they did it this early. Mm-hmm. And I, but I I love Oswald's audacity to just walk right into the police department. Hello, everyone. How are you? Well, he's probably assuming that's probably the best way to stay safe and get this information out there and get the ball rolling on everything he's trying to do. You know, because uh, yeah. you know if he walks into the police station, it, it, it's harder to for i don't know falcone or fish to assassinate him so if he's in the police station you know maybe sometimes a jail cell is the safest place you can be mm-hmm. uh here uh, there were a couple of comments here in the chat i, yes. I figured i'd bring up real quick uh bobby hawk uh say, said a couple things he said one when he hears mcu uh he immediately thinks a uh, marvel cinematic universe which is the uh abbreviation for the continuity of marvel comics movies uh... And uh, he said it was also nice to see that Bullock is not a total ass. Not a total ass. Just <laughs> He's a, a partial ass. Partial but not ass. A- and uh, then uh, Deborah Kerr also says, I like scenes with Oswald and uh, Oswald and his mom better than the scenes with Jim and Barbara. I understand that. And I can see that. But it's still creepy. Just a little bit creepy. Creepy, creepy. Okay. Yes. So let's see here. Okay. Out of 386 nights of Goat Watch... How many nights of Goat Watch? Okay, would you well, give let's get let's let's take a pause on that real quick. Okay, Goat Watch. Um, these newscasters, I just put it in. Okay. Um, these newscasters are horrendous. <laughs> it's worse than watching E True Hollywood Story. Well, see, like I said a couple weeks ago, I think it's definitely the joke. I, th- I oh, think. Oh, it's that's the, joke. the joke. I know that's the joke. They it. just drive me bonkers. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, so three hundred and eighty-six nights of Goat Watch. Goat Watch. Goat Watch. I'm gonna give it. 325? 325? Why? 325 because I liked it. Mm. Um, creeped out by Oswald's mom. <laughs> um, I There wasn't like any other villains. 
mm-hmm. which was weird to me. I feel yeah. like because every other episode we've had like 17 villains, mm-hmm. whether they, they be big, they be small, they be everywhere. Um, <laughs> they be villains. They be villains. Um, so yeah, there's, there, there's that. What about you? I would, I'd go for probably uh, 350 oh, Nights of Goat oh, Watch. Okay. No, I, re- I really, really liked it. Again, uh, one of the... I really, really liked it. I thought it was really neat. It was fun. No, it was it was really cool to get the the Bullock backstory. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I really enjoyed everything about that and kind of how he took control of the episode I thought was really yeah. neat. And, uh, you know, like I said, it's, al- it's always cool to get another piece of that Batman equation. Yes. Uh, and, and to kind of see see the light bulb go off in Bruce's head as it happens too mm-hmm. is is pretty pretty neat. I was just checking to see if anyone else had any arbitrary scales, but nah. I, okay. Well, we have some news and some listener feedback here, news. but real quick, uh, we'd oh. like to thank Audible. Oh, that Audible for sponsoring this week's episode of Legends of Gotham. Yes. Uh, now, uh, if you don't, you you're not familiar what with what Audible is. <laughs> Uh, English, 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 oddly English. <laughs> uh, no, but uh, if, if you're not familiar with uh, what Audible is, it's a service. You go, you sign up for a subscription, you get a credit a month, you can go and get uh, any audiobook you want. And uh, audiobooks, radio plays, uh, they even have some premium podcasts, like yeah. all, all, all the Ricky Gervais uh, podcasts are available on there. there. You go. And uh, they're offering uh, you guys, the listeners of Greedy, or, uh, Legends, sorry, Legends of Gotham, Gotham a free 30-day <laughs> trial to get a free audiobook and see how you like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, we always like to recommend an audiobook for you guys to check out on Audible. Anne-Marie, what do you recommend this week? All right. This week, I'm actually currently listening to Big Little Lies by Leanne Moriarty. Um, it is an Australian, it's actually, um, a murder mystery, mm-hmm. um, but it's underlying murder. I still have no idea who's dead. <laughs> um, I know when they died, but I don't know who it is or why or anything. Cause mm-hmm. it's this story of these school moms basically. Uh-huh. And, but at the end of each chapter, there's like not even a paragraph that jumps forward to the day of the murder or the the murder investigation. So you get snippets uh-huh. that sort of go with that chapter, which is really cool. Oh, that's cool. So you sort of you go, oh yeah, I could see her killing someone. Oh, mm-hmm. I could see oh no, she's dead. But it's always <laughs> it's always somebody new. Mm-hmm. Everybody has a motive to kill somebody. Excellent. Which is cool. Yeah, and that kind of ties in with the show. It really does you know, kind of I realized as you yeah. put it up, I was like, you know, this actually kind of works. Yeah, and mine ties in with the show too. I picked hypnotism and self practice. <laughs> uh, now, you know, if you can't trust your your current hypnotherapist because they're turning you into the spirit of the goat, here you can go and learn how to hypnotize yourself <laughs> so uh, you don't have to you worry about your own spirit of killing the young rich girls <sighs> like Paris Hilton. Okay. Oh, well, <laughs> and, she'd have been strung mm-hmm. up. She she would have because she's the she's first, the first right? born. Yeah. So, but uh, you know, uh, Paris Hilton, you're safe. You're safe. Audible.com. <laughs> uh, we want to thank Audible for sponsoring this week's episode of Legends of Gotham. You got to go to audibletrial.com slash Gotham to get your free 30-day trial, get a free credit, pick up an audiobook, listen to it while you're out running around. And uh, again, that's audibletrial.com slash Gotham for your free audiobook. And we want to thank Audible for sponsoring this week's episode. Thank you so much, Audible. I love you. And now, on to the news. News. Okay, and first up, and I hear this was adjusted up. Uh, like a, was it this one? Yeah, I, th- I think. Yeah, no, it was no because I saw a tweet earlier today. Oh, about it. Uh, but it was adjusted up. I didn't get the the adjusted numbers, but uh, well, this is the ratings for this week's episode as of this afternoon were five point nine million, a two point two share, which had dipped a tenth, uh, which was also a series low. Uh, which you know, this, this series is only seven episodes. Yeah, and that's going to keep happening until Sweeps Week or whatever. But like I said, it was adjusted up, so I think what it probably ended up probably about what we got last week. Hold on, I'm looking to see what you, what was it? Well, I two point two five point five point nine million two point two share. That's the one I'm seeing, but mine's from yesterday. I can't find one from. Today. Yeah, I saw a tweet earlier, but I can't. I Sorry, can't I'm like that. I'm like, I want to know <laughs> the difference. Okay, and next up, we're, we'll me. go ahead and uh, as we do every week, we'll go ahead and watch through the promo, tell you what's happening, and then mm-hmm. you can go uh, click the link and watch it yourself at legendsofgotham.com in the show notes and but, share uh, it on Facebook and Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm that person. But uh, this way, this is for episode seven, Penguin's Umbrella. I thought this was seven. And Penguin's uh, walking down the street. Who is he bleeding? 
I don't know, but yeah, he was walking down the street with people behind him. Looks like Fish and Falcone are going to be meeting up more, talking about Oswald. Well, because he's like, why are you so concerned? And Jim with a giant scary gun from war. Yeah, like an automatic gun in front of the clock thing. And then uh, uh, Victor uh, says, hey, Zazz's. Zazz's? Zazz's? My my greatest hope is that uh, it's spelled like Z Y X Z Z X or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my greatest hope in this episode that they'll say his name enough times that I'll finally remember how to pronounce it. Not going to happen. I have this problem with Dark Side too. It, 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 another DC comic character. It's a real problem. A real unfortunate problem. Okay, uh, you have a, a new story here about I have a, a new story. A potential a new show coming on to television. Okay, right? Krypton show in development. Krypton. Um, Yes, Krypton. Where do we know Krypton from? Hmm. No idea. So Man of Steel writer David S. Goyer Mm -hmm. um, is reportedly attached to Krypton, a new series set in Superman's homeworld, according to Bleeding Cool. Goyer's work on Man of Steel could suggest the kind of Krypton we might see, very inspired by John Burns' 1986 Man of Steel and the 15 or so years of comics that came after with little to no tights-wearing Kryptonians and a sterile scientific culture. Oh, yeah. I'm excited by this. I'm sure you are, Mr. I Have a Superman Tattoo. <laughs> but I, I also I, – the reason I thought it was relevant, one, because it's a DC comic book mm-hmm. series and two – I, a lot of people are assuming that this is project is being pushed forward because Gotham has done so well. So that, like it went quick mm-hmm. too. And uh, take <laughs> take it from someone as much as I love Batman, I'm more of a Superman fan. And, and the world of Krypton is a, a very rich, wonderful place for really cool sci-fi stories. I'm really excited uh, to see where they go with this series. I don't know if we'll be doing a podcast on it. No, no, no. But, I'm, I'm I'm good. <laughs> but uh but it should be pretty interesting i'm interested to see too you know uh who the main characters are what the cast will be all that kind of stuff and uh, just uh one other thing i wanted to point out and again you can get this link at legendsofgotham.com robin lord taylor monday night after the episode aired he did a hangout with mashable a google hangout like we're doing right now uh <laughs> Ooh, sorry. What? Bobby Hawk. I do not want a Krypton show. <laughs> Ooh. Yes. Controversial. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he will not be your co-host. Sorry. But they were recorded on a laptop mic where we have these nice professional oh, mics. But no, it was a really good interview. Uh, he, he talked a lot about uh, the Penguin wow. character, the Oswald character. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, he even talked about how he had a dream before he heard that uh, Carol Kane was cast as his mom, that she was going to be playing oh, his mom. And cool. Yeah, so so definitely check that out. It's about half hour. It, probably the best interview I've seen with him so far. Really? So, just because it was more informal and less fluffy and I hate uh, the fluff. like morning talk show kind of thing. Right. But okay, uh, we have uh, some listener feedback here. As always, we like uh, for you to uh, just pull out your cell phone uh, after the episode. You're not going to tell anybody to run and injure themselves? No, why would I do that? I, in fact, I, I've heard every... of a lot of people injuring themselves trying to get their feedback to us for the episode. Don't do that. Just pull out your cell phone it's right there and you can email us legendsofgotham at gmail.com you can tweet us at legends of gotham our facebook is facebook.com slash legends of gotham and the voicemail number is 424-274-2352 again that's 424-274-2352 and uh, we have a few voicemails here the first one came in a little late for last week's episode but it was good so i figured we'd use it this week uh this one comes from pastor of the batman Hey, Bill and Anne-Marie. This is Pastor of the Batman. I just wanted to check in with you about um, Episode 5, Piper. Uh, this might have already been discussed, but just in case, uh, it, I think it's pretty important. Interestingly, um, I still have yet to hear on any podcast this important detail regarding Venom. Uh, Bill might like this, especially in light of his dislike of a certain villain. Uh, everyone seems to be discussing ad nauseum about the connection between Venom and Bane. However, I think this is of much more import. Uh, predating Bane's appearance, someone much more essential to the Batman mythos becomes addicted to Venom, namely Bruce Wayne. Um, the story is originally told in the comic line, I think it's known as Legends of the Dark Knight in the early 90s, and uh, issues 16 through 20. It er- uh, funny you should mention that because one of the reasons our podcast is called Legends of Gotham is because of that series. Yeah. <laughs> That's where we got the legends. Originally appeared. Um, it's now available as a collected edition simply entitled Batman Venom. 
Uh, after Batman fails to rescue a kidnapped girl, his reaction is to experiment with this substance called venom as a means of increasing the limits of his endurance and stamina. Um, but he dangerously becomes addicted to it. Uh, in fact, it sounds so interesting, I'm going to try to pick up a copy of this. Uh, but anyway, just wanted to let you know, in case you had not discussed that, keep up the great work, love listening, and what a nice surprise that Anne-Marie was around this week. All right, talk to you soon. Bye. Thank, Thank you, you very much, Pastor the Batman. And yeah, <laughs> I, I, I have read that story back in uh, probably a couple of years after it came out. I remember it being very, very good, though. I definitely uh, – that's Batman Venom. I'd recommend anyone going to pick that up. Okay, uh, next up we have a voicemail from Scotty. Uh, take it away, Scotty. Scotty. Hi, this is Scotty from Georgia, and I just want to say the last night uh, Gotham episode was probably the best one thus far. It seems like it's starting to build on on, on the storyline. And I just got to say that what's really making the whole show is obvious to everybody, the Penguin. And it seemed last night he was really stepping up, showing that he's going to really start trying to make some voice in Gotham and make his rise to the top. And then there's that one powerful moment in the end when he walks in to the police station saying, hey, I'm here. It's just been a bold statement, in my opinion. And without the Penguin, I, I don't know if the show would be near as good as it is. All right. Peace out. Thank you very much. I Scotty. agree as well. Oh yeah, definitely. And I'm ho- I'm really hoping, you know, especially considering his name's in the title next week, Penguin's Umbrella. Yeah, that that it's going to be a very him centric episode. Mm-hmm. I would hope he he is definitely like the breakout star of the the series, though. True story for sure. Okay, uh, woo. woo, take it away, woo. The Spirit of the Goat episode really reminded me of Frank Miller's run on Batman. Just the the whole idea of what was going on in the mid-80s. And it really is reflected now that the not-wealthy people in Gotham City look at the wealthy as a kind of cancer that needs to be cured or cut out. And I love that the the villain really has a not, not a justifiable reason to do what she did in this episode, but you understand her motives. I love Donald Logue's performance bringing a, a new layer into the character of Harvey Bullock that we've never seen before. Love the, the focus on Enigma in the episode, and we get to see the little bitty bits of why he becomes kind of a Unhinged in the future. Loved Catgirl's performance, even though she didn't really have much to do. But the things that she did, I love that they used her dance background. I give this episode five question mark cups out of six. Talk to you guys later. Bye bye. Thanks, Will. Yeah, thank you very much, Will. I do. That's one thing I love about the Catgirl. Mm-hmm. is that they really use her dance background and you know i kind of didn't obviously know anything about her beforehand yeah but i recently started following her on the instagrams mm-hmm. dude she was like huge like dancing oh, like really? huge like... her group or one of her groups was on that um so you think you can dance or something and was like mm-hmm. a finalist oh that's cool so there's that so i'm kind of entertained by it very cool and we'll finish up with a couple of uh, uh, quick notes here from quick, some of our quick. listeners uh, usually after the episode's over, I tweet out, hey, what'd you think uh, from the at Legends of Gotham account? And uh, we got a couple here, uh, one from Sophia uh, at Hoisting My Sail. She also is one of the runners Gotham of the Addicts. Gotham Addicts account. Yes. Uh, said uh, that Harvey Bullock shook it up last night. And uh, Front Row News said, uh, wonderful episode. Uh, my opinion, I think Robin Lord Taylor, the Penguin, is on his way to an Emmy nomination. I could see it. That would be Because be- this character has so many mm-hmm. different layers and each one is executed phenomenally my my one worry there is that kate cable's kind of greedy with the emmys a little bit so who knows if they'll have much left for network yeah but you know this is Mm -hmm. excuse me getting such praise um i was while i was trying to find the adjusted up Uh uh, ratings came across cancellation bear if you're familiar with them Mm -hmm. um and it basically said gotham is the only fox uh freshman show not getting cut oh that's cool two one of them's already canceled two of them are Mm. inevitably going to be canceled and gotham has like five stars it's not going anywhere i think it said it would everything else on the network would have to fall before they could fall nice so or something along those okay so sarah said i really enjoyed nigma i really like the actor who plays him you you know like 
lateral. Um, <laughs> Bullock, Bullock backstory was nice too. He wasn't always a crooked cop, but once a boy scout too. Um, downside, I don't like Barbara. Apparently I'm alone in my principles. Um, I don't like the way that Gordon and Barbara interact. <laughs> Again, um, it's too dramatic, almost like a soap. It's hard to put into words, but separately they are fine, but together they just feel too stiff. That's because they're fighting. Um, maybe it's the way that they are being directed or their choice, but so far it's not working out for me. This has been my favorite favorite episode so far oh the scale um out of 113 <laughs> bloody goat pennies i give it 95 smiley face see i almost uh, went with the bloody goat pennies uh, like the bloody goat pennies and uh to to wrap it up here uh one more tweet from at german uh kalua says that this is uh, i i think the second best episode so far <laughs> and penguin and bullock are the best characters barbara is weird i am alone in my principles you are loving. alone in your principles with barbara i love you barbara and uh, like we said uh you know just pull out yourself phone after the, you're done watching the episode next monday night and email us legends of gotham at gmail.com tweet us at legends of gotham the facebook is facebook.com slash legends of gotham and the voicemail number is 424-274-2352 again that's 424-274-2352 and we almost always play those because we really try as long as they're we're lazy time. and we don't like to talk and we can just hit play and right because back. we hate talking that's why we do multiple make faces podcasts. the cameras no i like to tap out the phone number that's fair so Amory, where can people find you online you can find me on the twitters at amd simone or under my blog twitter at cchc blog crunchycrafty.com cool and as for me uh, you can follow me on twitter at bill meeks uh, you can follow me on google plus which is where we do these hangouts live every live! wednesday night at 8 p.m except when they're not on wednesdays which like is sometimes yeah uh, at google.com slash plus bill meeks and i i guess you know uh if you want to follow another project i do online we we also do a podcast about uh the show once upon a time on abc called greetings from storybrook and you can find that at greetings from storybrook.com and you can find show notes uh for this episode and all the episodes of this podcast at legendsofgotham.com. True story. Yeah, so... Yeah, I, you have that other project that you didn't talk about. Which other project? Hey, you! What's hey, up? Oh, hey, you, what's up? Yeah, we're, we're on an off week for Hey, You, What's Up? Uh, of course. It'll, it'll be back next week. Uh, but it's a short-form interview show twice a week, uh, 12 minutes, and then I hang up on the guest. It's a lot of fun. It's hilarious. <laughs> okay, so I guess that about wraps it up. Yep. Uh, so, uh, so till next, next time, time uh, uh, join us next time for more Legends, Legends of, of Gotham. Gotham. There we go. That's it. Finally. Excellent. Period. Period.